baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I hope this isn't going to be too triggering for my next guest. So, Brooke, just a heads up, I'm going to give a little bit of background on your story. Brooke Morath was raped in 2015 in a parking lot at the University of Minnesota, and she had given up hope that police would ever catch the man who raped her uh, so many years before that because the investigation had been botched, leads were not followed up, she had not been taken as seriously as she would hoped had hoped. Well, in 2020, five years later, she finally got the call that they had made an arrest. And that person was brought to justice in the rape of Brooke Morath. She was the subject of the Denied Justice series in the Star Tribune in 2017, and long investigation about how sexual violence and rape are Um, taken care of uh, and prosecuted and investigated in Minneapolis. And she shared her story. She was incredibly brave and honest and vulnerable. And I am, she has become a friend and I am so glad uh, that she was part of that story and such a champion for other women and a champion for how we needed to reform law enforcement for victims of sexual violence and rape. She was listening to our conversation yesterday about how only 37%, right, Adam, was that the right stat? 37%? 37, correct. 37% of violent crimes are ever have a resolution, are ever solved, are ever brought to justice. And that number, of course, didn't surprise me, having done the podcast that went along with uh, the Deny Justice series in the Star Tribune. And Brooke texted me later in the day. Because she was listening and she said, you know, Jor, I, I, I get it that that was our experience, certainly for her in 2015, uh, us in 2017 doing our reporting. But she said there are positive things to discuss. And I said, come on the show, girlfriend, and share with us the things that are getting better in our world. Uh, so Brooke Morath is joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And I am so honored that you're joining us again, Brooke. Now I'm always happy to be back to talk and especially when it's more on the positive side that's a a pleasant twist thank god on the positive side was there anything about your story that you wanted to clear up or add or anything before we move on nope you you covered it pretty well Okay. Well, let's talk about that. You texted me and you said, Jor, you know, I thought you might enjoy some positive examples of growth um, after what happened, after the reporting from the Star Tribune on denied justice. I do remember that an advocate was going to be placed in the Hennepin County District, whether it be in the police department or the prosecutor's office. So share with us what were some of those developments? Was the advocate there? Are they still there despite budget cuts and cutbacks? What's happening now? Yes. And since, as you mentioned, the arrest in my case didn't occur until 2020, I was able to benefit from that victim advocate who was placed within the Hennepin County uh, Attorney's Office. And 
Oh, man, I, I can tell you that I truly cannot imagine how much more painful it would have been having to go through those court proceedings had she not been there. Um, really? Really? You, you know, you can understand, you can be told here, here's what the proceedings are going to look like, but, you know, it, it's, it's somewhat torturous having to go through it in, in every continuance that happens, you know, having that nagging question in the back of your mind, is something wrong? Is there something I don't know about? So having that, that victim advocate there um, to, to just keep you informed and updated at all times and just mm-hmm. always be there for the compassionate support was just so unbelievably beneficial. And Brooke, can and you? She, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, uh, but the, the victim advocate and is this a, has this position always <laughs> been, um, uh, I guess, a, as a much of a priority priority as you see it being now? That's hard to say. I, I would guess. What I would say is that it hasn't been as public of a priority. I think having, you know, the attention and, and capitalizing on the momentum that came with the Denied Justice series definitely um, picked that up a notch in terms of getting the resources to fund it as a priority. And Brooke, does that advocate just sort of um, help with the victims, you know, during the court proceeding, or do they actually advocate for the police to follow up on leads and, you know, in apprehension of possible rapists and sexual violence perpetrators? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You know, I'm I'm not certain on all the details of the job description. I can say from my personal experience, it was certainly only um, after charges Mm -hmm. had been formalized. Got it. So it's just a person that's like a go-between between you and the court system to tell you what to expect. And after such a horrific crime and hopefully you know, some an arrest to just sort of make it a little bit easier for the victims because it is re-traumatizing showing up in court, right? Right. And, and one mm-hmm. thing that's perhaps uh, less obvious is, you know, in the, in the court system, you know, remaining objective and, and somewhat neutral in, in the way you're um, presenting cases, you know, that can be a little bit upsetting to victims, of course, it's a very sensitive matter, but it's, it's necessary. So having that advocate who's able to speak in a language that is just m- more empathetic and sensitive to victims is really important. And, you know, especially in these long drawn out cases. Yeah. The shortcomings of the Minneapolis police department's sex crimes investigation, uh, which was laid bare in denied justice happened long before, not long before, but before, uh, George Floyd happened, and before this upheaval in the Minneapolis Police Department, we've seen that we're continuing to see, and we don't know what the end game will look like in the Minneapolis Police Department. But are you confident that the that those failures exposed in the report are being addressed and will continue to be addressed along with the rest, uh, or as we see, you know, the, the these changes in the Minneapolis Police Department? I am optimistic. I think. 
why I know for certain that there are plenty of individuals who are um, every day getting up and it is their top priority um, to see these changes implemented fully. You know, mm-hmm. in terms of timeline, your guess is as good as mine, but I, I have not given up hope um, despite some of the uh, somewhat pessimistic headlines that we see. That gives me hope that somebody who um, didn't have a great experience, you know, your case was botched, there were leads that were not followed up on, it took five years at at your urging, and you had, you know, outside people pushing for your case. What about all the people who don't have the, you know, that kind of advocacy mm-hmm. uh, and support uh, working on their case? So I'm glad that you look at this system and say, yeah, there are advocates that are still in place that still have jobs uh, that can help mm-hmm. people through the system so they didn't have to go through what you went through. Um, Brooke, if it's not too triggering, can you update us on what happened with your rapist? Yes. So he um, was sentenced in 2021 for four different cases uh, resulting in a sentence of approximately 46 years. And just recently, he pled guilty to some additional uh, charges in Anoka County uh, Mm -hmm. sentencing, I believe, is to take place in March. So to be determined there. But um, fortunately, uh, at least some of his victims are seeing more formal justice. Thank God. Because we know if they're not brought to justice, they do reoffend, as was the case. He was a serial rapist, uh, as yes. in, in your case. And, you know, unfortunately, he was not brought to justice earlier. It took five years in your case and uh, reoffended again during that time. So we are glad that, you know, it, it, it took it took a while, but that he is off the streets. So that was positive. And, and Adam, if you don't mind uh, me jumping in, Brooke, I, I understand that this, of course, had a huge impact on, on your life. It does not define you. Um, you have moved past this. But I want to share, I want you to share with folks the positive way your life um, is going now and what you are up to, just so people can see that, th- th- obviously, that was a, a horrible thing, a ter- terrible thing that happened to you. But of course, it, it does not define your life. And people can move on and they can be super productive and wonderful people like you. So, Brooke, tell us what you're doing now. Sure. Um, and of course, there's no right or wrong way to move on and, and find silver linings in life. But for, for me, uh, pretty soon after, I just have spent the last eight or so years uh, dabbling in all sorts of different realms of the criminal justice system, uh, whether it's uh, recently the Minnesota Sentencing Guidelines Commission or you know, working with correctional facilities, just all sorts of different pet projects. And uh, most recently, really come full circle and after eight years of working in psychiatric research, I've now officially initiated a, a career transition into law enforcement. So I am. I love that. How about that? I mean, uh, I love that. So do I. It's that that that, mm-hmm. that somebody who you feel would have every right to be incredibly bitter and upset at how mm-hmm. uh, your life transpired and what was perceived a lack of help and. Somebody who has, you know what, I'm going to do something about it by 
putting those thoughts into action. So bravo to you. I appreciate that. Yes, we can't say everything about uh, Brooke's future career because some of it is, um, you know, sensitive. But I am so proud of you and you are amazing. And thank you, A, for listening and B, for uh, coming on the show and giving us an update and just being you. Yes, and thank you for always giving me and and those like me a voice. Mm -hmm. Always, honey. Always uh, be well, and uh, you. We can talk offline about your big plans. So uh, proud of you, and we'll talk soon. Hmm? Thanks, Jordana. Yeah, I love that when she. Ta- I knew she was in research. She's so smart. I knew she was in research, but when she told me yesterday she was pivoting to law enforcement, I was like, oh, the world needs more Brooks. Like, and what you said, Adam, you, you totally nailed it. Just that she. It could have gone a different way. She could have been all. You know, the police are awful. The system is broken. This is terrible. Yet. She decided to fix it from within. Right. And, um, how many of us say that? We, we, how many that. of us, yeah. you know, bitch and moan about so much mm-hmm. stuff, but how many mm-hmm. have actually turned that into doing something about it? And, I mean, there's an extreme example right there. So, yeah. I mean, kudos. She's so awesome. Yeah, amazing. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.